You're listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts, LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of. the town podcast episode 140 damn I no, sound... no, wait are we sure about that now every single episode we got to argue about what number it is no huh? no <laughs> this was only just the last couple because i know you skipped one at some point no no and then now i'm just giving you shit for it <laughs> well you're dude, supposed to be younger than i am and have your shit together you know like i said man enough of the old stuff man Jeez. but anyways every time i'm in vegas man not i'm just old not old just you know advanced. mature mature yeah. advanced i like that i like that <laughs> well every single time i'm out of vegas man i just kind of like you know get distracted man because uh i'm out here you know, i'm distracted right now we're in an awesome studio right now yeah we are in green room radio studios shout out to domo shout out to true um for letting us use the studio man and this studio is fucking amazing man it's basically on, on the walls actually we have video today so um I look at myself hi oh there's a little <laughs> delay too that's weird and we have a, our producer ah, Hugh out. today running the board and uh thank you so much to whoa there you go yes <laughs> look at that if you want to check out this uh video you can go to youtube.com slash la street art gallery i've got beard envy man this dude has got like one of the nicest beards and he switches it off of <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. Today, um, you know, we're out here in Vegas, and every single time I come to Vegas, I, you know, get really excited because I get to party with some of my good friends. And in the studio today, we have Mr. Tyler Thompson and Miss Sophie D. Welcome. Hi. How you doing? Woo! Yeah. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> and you know, th these are my two good friends, and they're very successful entrepreneurs, man. And uh, I just wanted to invite them on. It's been a long time, and. Um, well, you know, we're trying to expand our, you know, who we have on. We don't want to, you know, keep ourselves from getting some very. Well, it's called Paint the Town here. Podcast, and it doesn't have to anything to do with like art because you know, Paint the Town also means like just being social, basically, right? Well, yeah, absolutely, and and painting it with your personality. Exactly. You, know, you yeah, look yeah. at it that way, um, but you know, we also, you know, if someone doesn't know so much about it, you know, I'm going to try to educate them a little bit. You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because so, I'm a teacher, right? Yeah, so uh, if you guys, just for the new <laughs> listeners, because I know that uh, we have a lot of uh, probably new listeners who are here for Sophie and Tyler. And um, today, my name's James, for all you who are listening, and this is my co-host, Teacher. What's he's, up, guys? He's a, uh, you know, I would say legendary street artist from Los Angeles. and it's so um, nice when someone else says it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't want to be the guy that calls yourself a legend, right? You're just but, like, <laughs> that's the worst, right? So, but when he's my sponsor, it kind of, you know. So hell yeah, man! Welcome, Tyler. Say something, bro. This is this is his first podcast, man. So he, he, first podcast, right? he, he he's got a little bit of nerves, man. So me and Tyler, we've worked on a lot of different projects, man. And Tyler's the fucking man because if I have some sort of like video I need to shoot or something like that, I'm like, hey, I need just like a few really good looking girls to be in the video man i'm picking up the phone and calling t-bone uh, tyler thompson man all right right yeah. <laughs> tyler where are you from uh originally from la la what part of la uh valley sherman oaks la hell yeah man. dude i live in vincino now vincino, yeah right next door yeah that's like uh kind of like a nice family area and everything yeah it is uh and not too far from like santa monica downtown so you're right there but uh I Born and raised, say, right? Yeah, I must say Vegas is just way better than LA. You just moved out here, right? Yeah, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Were you in, in LA until then? or? Yeah, 
Uh, born and raised in L.A. Wow. I spent one year in Barcelona for, for a master's program. Ah, culture. And, uh, actually, I went to UCR for, for my undergrad. And aside from that... Oh, What's the all... mascot at UCR? Highlander. The Highlander. Isn't that like a bear, too? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a bear, but it's you know, <clears throat> dressed up as a Highlander. So. No, it's weird because I, I feel like UCLA, <laughs> theirs is like the Bruins, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, UCR yeah. is like a weird like discount like Bruins. I, I always felt like they're... <laughs> they're ma- I don't know if you have any Riverside pride, man. How old were you when you were in Barcelona? 29. 29. You went there for a master's program? Yeah. Went there. Dude, hell yeah, man. One year program. It was the easiest master program you can do. We only had class three days a week. And so it was like literally just go to class, barely got homework, and it would just be like check out the town and party on weekends. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Find yourself getting in any trouble over there? <laughs> no, no, surprisingly, no. Stayed out of trouble. Got pickpocketed no a couple times, though. Oh. No. Yeah. yeah, dude. Spain well, is like brutal for Oh, that, so pickpocket. So you didn't really know it happened when it happened? Nope. Just Ooh. all of a sudden, it's gone. Your your phone, uh, wallet one time, yeah. Whoa! You know what? One time I was Wait a second. Where did you have the wallet? Back pocket. Damn. Um, yeah. Actually, uh, my phone was my front pocket when I got that taken out. They're How the... so good that even with the skinny jeans, right? We all wear skinny jeans now. <laughs> even with the skinny jeans, all of a sudden, it's just gone. Actually, you know dude, what? That's some, that's some handy work. Just man. a sidestep about skinny jeans. Actually, I heard that there's a big debate going on right now that millennials like skinny jeans. But the Zoomers actually don't like skinny jeans. So What's a Zoomer? A Zoomer is basically the, the only one that... I would say, 19 and under right now, oh. basically. right? So it's a new generation of like the kids coming up, right? And then these are the, the people dancing on TikTok, right? Because the millennials are like people who we, I mean, I'm, I consider myself like an elder millennial, I guess. You know, I'm more like Gen X. But, you know, millennials, all, we all have like these causes. We're like, yeah, I, I want to, you know, stop. I don't know, hunger in Africa, you know, I mean, there's always like some cause with like, but I feel like the Zoomers don't have like this same, like save the world feeling, you, you know I mean? At least this is, do you guys have any younger brothers or sisters? No? no, no. You're the youngest. <laughs> no, I have a younger brother, but he's a millennial. He's 32. Okay. 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 And so, how old are you? Tyler? 34. 34. Okay. I think. Well, we can't, uh, Sophie, you're from originally where? Wales. Wales. Okay. What? Yeah. I, Land of the sheep. Land wow. of the sheep. Okay. <laughs> well, the Welsh, the, that's like the uh, oldest language. Uh, Still like, going, too, yeah. Do you know how to speak Welsh? No. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. weird words. She, she could say a few words. Yeah. It, sounds it so doesn't sound anything like English. Can you give us like just English. a little taste? I mean, um, like my hometown is Tlaxi. Oh, you have to have a bit. You have to be able to like use your mouth and throw it in different ways than normal. I've heard a little bit of the Welsh speaking, and it's, yeah, it's just cool. like, okay, so... Maybe it's it's supposed to be somewhat English. Do they use do they use like normal what's letters? What's a derivative of? Any idea what languages it's a derivative of? Or it's, it's like just... Celtic, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Or yeah. anything takes something from Welsh. It's just like on its own. On its own. Gosh. Yeah. Are Welsh people like the people that made Stonehenge? I'm just wondering. Like, do we not know? No. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I'm always just kidding. <laughs> I don't have my business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, she, yeah, her, her business. <laughs> okay, so wait, you you grew up in Wales. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I moved to America in, like, 2004. Okay. So yeah. I sound pretty much American. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't really hear the accent at all. In, in yeah. Wales, did you go up in a small town, or was it? Yeah, a small village. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you can walk from one end to the, to the other, pretty much. <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> it's like a festival, man, in a town. You can walk yeah, from one end to the other. Yeah, he actually just went. He went to see my, like, my whole entire... There's a like? whole lot of nothing to do there. Really? It's, Are there a lot of sheep, oh, actually? It depends on who you are and what you like to do, right? That's true. 
it's literally small town. Like, and right now, especially the fact it's on lockdown. Oh. Literally, it's just like walk along the beach. I mean, Teach is from a small town too. I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, is this yeah, is tiny might, though? Yeah. Yeah. This sounds much sweeter than the town that I'm. Okay, from. yeah. Teach is from the Redneck Riviera, man. Oh man. We have castles though. Oh. Yeah, well, that's like, what I mean. Like, dude, Wales is. Like old school. Yeah, yeah, the old yeah, school yeah. of old school, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Princess, <laughs> Prince Diana was princess from Wales, man. Yeah. I mean, now did you have uh, what kind of schooling did they? How did they keep track? Would you have like regular like yeah, elementary school and yeah, yeah, okay. but we all went to the same school. Okay. How about how many was in the school? No, I think it was only about 10 in each class. Oh, oh so my small. God. Yeah, nice very small, small class school. size. Yeah. Okay, okay. But we have, um, I went to an English school, so primarily it's Welsh. So all of my cousins all went to the Welsh school, and I went to the only, like, first um, English one. Oh, I see. Maybe I see. that's why you speak English so well? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and that's how you were able to get away from there quickly then and yeah. come to... But no, Welsh is, like, the first language there. They really try to keep it. Like, all the street signs are in Welsh. Mm. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but my school was first English and then Welsh, second language. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. It's funny about her accent, though, because randomly she'll come out with the accent. She'll say random words that are... I've, you know, yeah, I've picked that up. Like No, dude. but it's like... Uh, it's specific words that she refuses to pronounce the way that we traditionally do. Yeah, like tomato. Like tomato. Lemons, oh. <laughs> bananas. But but I call her out on it because she really only does it when she's around like new people. And every time she says like vitamins, everyone's like, oh my God, your accent is so cute. And I just sit there and I'm like, I know you're just <laughs> yeah. doing that. It <laughs> sounds fun. Yeah. Well, Tyler, you got to be. I know Tyler is a very, very secure person, man. You, you, you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, you have to be. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, how, how is it dating like an adult film star, man? I mean, like, do you get jealous at all? Or, you know, how did you guys meet, actually? Let's start with that. Let's start with that. Um, so, we, we actually met uh, on a photo shoot. Uh, my brother was shooting her. Okay. Yeah. And he just needed an assistant. And so I was out there. And within the first, it was actually the first adult star I'd actually met. Okay. And so I, I honestly didn't know what to expect. But it was funny because the whole time we were there, she just kept staring at me. So even uh -huh. during the shoot and I'm doing BTS, I see her just looking at me, smiling. And I was just thinking, well, I guess this, this is normal. Is, this is normal. This is what adult stars do. They're aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and they just go for it. So. Uh, well, it was like almost love at first sight for, for you for a little me, bit. Okay. Okay. That's awesome, man. But you man. never normally help your brother out. It's not like you're always helping him out. I never, I honestly never help him out. He never <laughs> invites me to come. Because I actually, I think it was uh, a shoot a while ago that I was hitting on the, the talent. And uh, I think I ended up hooking up with her or something. And so... He was like, no, you know, like, I don't like, he, I think he got down. <laughs> oh, he's like, that. I don't bring you out if you're going to be hitting on the girls. You got to be professional, bro. You got to be professional. Yeah. yeah. Never got put in your pants, mister. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, so, you know, you started looking at you, man, and then you're just like, okay, I'm feeling myself today, dude. Did you work up a lot, some confidence, and then, like, you, you walk up to her and say, hey, how's it going? I'm Tyler. Or how, how, how'd you approach? No, I, honestly, I was super nervous the whole time. <laughs> And then, and then afterwards, we went and got sushi. And then that's when the drinks started coming out. Okay. The, Can I ask, were you a uh, fan? Truth serum. The good old truth serum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you a fan serum. beforehand or w were you? I didn't even know who she was. Oh, okay. Okay. I think that, uh, to me, to be honest, like, um, I, I had no idea too, you know what I mean? And then I was just like, wow, dude, you're so sweet. Not that I would just think like, you know, anything less, but yeah. I'm just saying like, it's interesting. We have like preconceived notions of like people, what, how people are if they work in the adult film industry, you know? And then mm -hmm. 
previously we've had uh, it also depends on what religion where you come yeah from, that's you know, true that's true yeah. if, you, if you're but raised you know what, here I, I actually came from a, a christian upbringing you know mm-hmm. i went to methodist uh um christian you know um church and everything um but then i went out and checked out all the other different religions mm. um and you know um they all kind of seem like they're kind of the same mm. um and they all you know and my Christian religion actually say, you know, you judge not lest you be judged. I don't know. I feel like Christian uh, religion for sure puts however, more guilt. However, most Christians are some judgmental motherfuckers. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, you know I, mean, I feel like Jesus hung out with everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean? If they exactly. should use that as an example, okay? Jesus hung out with sex workers, man. You know what I mean? So. I, I have not, dude, it's the oldest business in the world. Okay. Yeah. If you have not learned to accept it by now, then you never will. You exactly, know I mean? man. I, I mean, it's 2021. Jesus Christ. Okay. You, you know what I mean? It's like, are we going to make people feel bad for it? Like, uh, you know, and th- what I was saying is that, especially Christianity, I feel like there's a certain guilt attached to sex. You know what I mean? Like other oh, of course. Uh, religions Absolutely. like Buddhism. I worked past that, though. <laughs> Like, wait, this is really enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, yeah, that's what they want you to feel. But. And there doesn't seem to be any kind of, you know, uh, unhealthy thing about it unless you're just like, you know, uh, unsafe, you know, if you're if you're safe and considerate. Um, it's a beautiful thing, man. You, you're actually getting, you know, some exercise from it as well. <laughs> and, oh, my God, does it make you feel good? Yeah, you know? man. It's not like drugs, man. Drugs. There's nothing wrong with drugs either, man. Come on. Well, it depends on what type of drug and who you are and everything. You exactly. Know what I mean, exactly, man. Well, there's such a great area now because what it used to be is you had you had your porn stars and then you had just regular models and now platforms like OnlyFans. Which yeah. Sort of like mesh the two together because regular models realize, hey, I'm I'm making way more money <clears throat> if I you know start to do a little bit more, and then so they just like slowly ease into, ease into it and then eventually it's just full on porn. And so, so many girls are doing it now. And yeah, man, I feel like everybody works at OnlyFans, dude. <laughs> you know what? Here's, here's my thing, okay? If you, if what you're doing, if you're okay with it, you know, and it's, and like I said, if, if it's safe and you're actually making a lot of people happy. I think it's empowering, actually, for women, man, in, in, in my opinion, man, because it's like, hey, man, uh, a lot of times uh, I think it's, you know, women do, doing what they want, empowering themselves. They're not doing anything, especially these days, man. You have a camera, OnlyFans. Like, you don't even have to work with anybody but yourself. Like, you know, and then you make a good living off it, right? Yeah. I, you know what I mean? So. And I'm, I'm also not one to judge because I had a little bit of a career with... Um... <laughs> Tisha was a male stripper before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Chippendale. It was, and it's not really? like the, not yeah, like no, the really. old Chippendales like in clubs over here. Um, I was at a modeling agency in Florida and, uh, they called me up one day and they said, Hey, we got a client coming through. I'd like to come in for it. I'm like, really? what is it? Like, well, they're, they're doing a new Chippendales calendar. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I, at the time, and Stop bragging, now, man. I'm not, I'm not big and beefy and I don't have long hair. And that's at the time that the was Fabio look, look was, you know, yeah. and they're like, no, they're changing the look some, they're being, trying to be more artistic with it and everything. So I went in for the, for the casting and this lady said, we're also casting for shows from Europe, you know? And I'm like, eh, I'm not a stripper. So no, 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 no. This is professional singers, professional dancers, uh, you know, all choreographed and everything, big stage sets and a nice theater and everything, which was all true. It was all true. They spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in top choreographers working with all these so guys. So what color was the thong you were wearing, dude? <laughs> which, which one? Yeah. Just kidding, man. Well, no, when I, uh, oh, yeah. The, the, 
when I went to try on the the clothing, um, the first time I'd ever put on a thong. <laughs> I was just that was an interesting it. situation. I'm like, why are we wearing the the thong? And they're like, put the pants on, you'll understand. You know, the skin tight pants. Mm-hmm. You got to rip them off, you man. Imagine yeah, Mike well, style. <laughs> that didn't oddly. I didn't. I was kind of a little bit tricked into it. I say because. Normally, the guy told me, the producer, Steve Banerjee, this little Indonesian fella, told me normally they bring guys in, let them watch a show, and decide if they want to do it. My particular troupe they put together, they were in a hurry. Everything was delayed, and so they didn't do that. They just said, hey, you want to do this? And they brought us all in. And then next thing I know, I'm in uh, <laughs> at the Third Street Dance Studio, right next to Beverly Center, you know, with about 15 or 20 other guys, learning how to do these choreographed you know, everything was choreographed. They had some of the top choreographers. It was everything they said it was. But then when we got to London, <laughs> that's like, okay, now this is the part they start at the beginning, you know, each number in L.A. We get over to to um, London, and then they're like, okay, this is where you pull off your tearaway pants. And it's like, <laughs> uh, okay, that's pretty simple and blatant. Like, I, I remember I got back to... He had no the, idea that he signed up for this job. Basically, that's kind of that's kind of the whole story. The agency yeah. in, in down in Miami said, "Hey, no, no, you're you're, you're going to be doing some dancing, but it's just background." Does dancing. that does you're that happen gonna... for for you guys sometimes when like you get signed up for a job and then it's like, oh wait, this isn't exactly what I expected. Not for you. That's never happened to you. Not really. No. Okay. Okay. See, Good. that's what I'm saying. I'm glad. That's, I'm See, that's, glad to hear that. That's you what fell I mean. for the casting couch. <laughs> I I was I was just I was misled is what it came down to. And these guys, it got so bad that these guys came after me with a with a contract for my life because I had a, a group of guys that liked me because like so he had to be a male stripper. Into what I was yeah. doing, and and they left when I left, and then the guy went after him and took a couple of guys out and brought a couple of guys in, sued him and stuff. And then uh, he actually got yep. taken into uh, jail and they were going to prove that he had sh- had a contract put out on his partner and shot him in the face. Yeah. And teachers told this story on the podcast Try way to too many times. Oh, you know, no. shorter and shorter. I mean, it's, it's such a no, long, good, horrible good. story. I, no, it is. He's traumatized. It is. I, I had, it was a genuine <laughs> Me Too moment, really. Oh, no. Because um there they basically took advantage of, of the situation yeah. and when i once i found out when I, I never forget i went home that day when i found out oh no this is stripping this is definitely <laughs> stripping this isn't just creative dancing and shit and maybe whatever called my agency and i'm like this is stripping and they're like okay we'll take a look at contract we'll get you out of there okay and i'm like he's like but you got to be a stripper for two more weeks basically you, know? <laughs> no, Did you no, make no, no, a lot no. of dollars I, I made some good money Thanks. and i stayed in penthouse Suites in Earl's mm. Court in London. We okay, performed at the Covent Garden, Garden uh, Strand Theater in Covent Garden. It's a really uh, famous theater, yep. nice theater and everything. And, um, yeah, made good money and everything. But, um, yeah, when they found out that I didn't want to finish my contract, it got really ugly. Oh, I bet. But, no, mm. when I called my agency, they said, okay, we'll, we'll check into it. And then the next day, they're like, call us back, you know, the next day. Call them back the next day, and they're like, uh... Yeah, it's a little bit tougher than we thought it was going to be to get you out of there, you know. And uh, so you think you just hang in there while you're in London? You got to strip for three more weeks. <laughs> well, no, 12 weeks. 12 weeks, my wow. bad, 12 sorry. weeks in London 12 at the weeks. Strand Theater. Uh, a show every night except Sunday. Two shows on Saturday. Holy shit. Yeah. Did you enjoy That's that a lot of stripping, man. <laughs> What's that? Did you enjoy the experience after all this, though? There was only a few parts that I actually enjoyed. And that was when we would go to, like... Uh, we went to a terminal hospital, and I got to see some some kids that were going to die, and they're just 
freaked out. Strip for the kids. We Damn. No, but they just, you know, because we were there, they thought we were going to big. I, I look a lot better than I, I had a little bit more hair and everything, but a little bit more buff. But they were just really excited and, and grateful, you know, so that felt good. And then there was a couple of big appearances where I went in and there was just like big crowds and stuff like that. Yeah. That was kind of neat. That's cool. But um, other than that, I just felt bad because I was having to do something that I didn't sign up for. Mm-hmm. That was the basis of why I was there. And so it bugged the shit out of me. If I had signed up for it and I was all into it, oh my God, I could have <gasps> killed it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there were women outside the backstage door every single night, dozens of them, even in the rain. There were still bunches of them in, waiting in the rain with a photo you know you get to take your photo with them after the show or something like that yeah. and then they'd want you to sign it take them home or whatever but Aww. but anyways i mean you know so teach has also been in the uh <laughs> only fans business i guess, yeah. I guess you, know, you know what i mean so i wanted to ask you guys man like you know i know you guys have a lot of different businesses man so i mean um so if you want to tell us a little bit about like you know a few things that you guys do i know you guys do shout out express right yep. tell us a little bit about that I'll jump in. So, uh, essentially, you know, how, how, well, one of the times that me and you hung out was when uh, I was running my old business, Viamo, yeah. which was a premium content platform. Same thing as OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fun, right? We used to do shoots, bring all the girls out, help them shoot content. Yeah. And all that. Well, pretty much OnlyFans came around and said, yeah, you know, the rest of you guys that are trying to do the same thing, like, good luck. We've got the best platform, the best technology, mm. and all the girls are realizing they're making a shit ton of money, and ours is not yours. So, is it pretty lucrative though? OnlyFans, like girls are making money on this, right? And, and so, what was happening is we had girls there on our platform and on OnlyFans, and they realized, hey, I promote on OnlyFans, I make like two thousand dollars. I promote on Viamo, and I ma- I get like three signups, and I make like forty five bucks. Mm-hmm. So, OnlyFans had built that brand name. Mm. So, girls stopped promoting their page on our platform. And they went over to OnlyFans. And so for me, I said to myself, I don't ever want to compete with OnlyFans. It doesn't make any sense. They're too much of a giant. And it was literally our very first date. I think she had been over for about five minutes. And she started talking about how she wished she had a platform to help facilitate the buying and selling of shout outs. Mm. So what's a shout out? It's essentially it's an organic promotion of another influencer Mm. um and so what she sees a lot of as being she has 10 million followers you have these smaller models that have you know a couple thousand followers they're trying to to get more traffic to their OnlyFans account so they would attempt to pay her but the whole process was just so unorganized and there was no accountability with it like you'd give them money you don't know if anything would happen um and so that's essentially how we built shout express the crazy thing is like one time i mean just saying like Sophie, we That's were at a really party, smart. yeah, and Sophie like put me up when I was DJing, and then bam, 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 I'm starting to get all these followers, man. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm just like, dude, thank you, Sophie. You know, what I mean, but also I was just like, dude, it's so cool because I realized I was like, dude, it doesn't matter what industry you come up in, it's like it's a platform, you know what I mean? And then once you have enough followers on that platform, you have influence, right? You know, and then once you have influence, you shout people out, other people want to know what you're doing, mm-hmm. and you get automatic follows, right? So it's fucking genius, That's man. That's awesome, man. You know, so it's extremely organic too. If you think about it, if you're constantly doing posts of like, hey, check out this product, everybody knows you got paid to do it and they get sick of it. But when you have a model like Sophie who's saying, 
check out this hot girl. Now check out this one. <laughs> and, you know, don't forget this hot girl. As a fan, you're like, thank you, thank you. Like, <laughs> okay. okay. So, so, so <laughs> exactly. So what? Back to the original question I wanted to ask you. Now, you know, Sophie has to put up all these, like, sexy pictures, and she's taking pictures with all these girls. You, you know, is it, how is it, like, dating? You know, you got to be really secure about yourself, right? You know what I mean? So, uh, so you're talking about, like, when she's just shooting with other girls? or No, what? just, like, when, I, you know, the provocative pictures. Like, sorry, yeah. so you, you know what I mean. I think they're very sexy, you know, and the people are just, like, commenting, like, wow, she's so beautiful and things like that. I mean, just saying, do you get jealous? Like, No, I, I don't get jealous. And I, I guess for me, I've always just, like, she was already in the industry when I met her. Mm. And so I've never been a person to, you know, try to like change anyone. I wanted to just support what she was already doing. Yeah. And I'm also not the type to like, I don't watch stories. I, I literally don't spend much time on social media. So I don't go seeking things out. Mm. You know how it goes like when you're looking for it, you're going to end up finding it. Yeah. So yeah. I just, you know, I let her do her thing and I obviously yeah. have a ton of trust yeah, for her and that's it. I think it's so cool though, but that, you know, you have this idea of like, oh, dude, I wish I could facilitate shout outs better. And then you're like, you know what? I know how to do that. Tell actually. You what, a lot more guys could use that uh, philosophy right there. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more guys in the United States go, oh my God. You know what's funny? We, uh, so we were just doing a shoot right before this. My brother was shooting her. I, I wasn't called in to be an assistant today. I guess. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, You're like, you started dating. Blah. No more picking up the talent. <laughs> but it was for her toy. So she okay. has a few different toys. Doc Johnson. Fleshlight. Okay. It's like a flashlight, but it's yeah. Doc, Johnson. Doc Johnson. Okay. Um, so it's like a male masturbation tool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The main squeeze. Nice. So. Nice. Dude, you know what? Here's Let's just sidetrack real quick. Ma you know, ma male masturbation tools. I mean, like, they, we should promote them more. Because every single time you think of, like, a, a sex toy, you're thinking of, like, a, a dildo for a woman or something like that. You're not normally thinking, but, man, it's technology, like, advanced these days, right? So, anyways, go back. So, it's yeah, called so, Doc Johnson? So, it's called yep. Doc Johnson. Okay. It's, it's her sex toy. And I, I was literally just thinking about it earlier. And I was, I was saying to myself, like, literally, guys are fantasizing that they are they're fucking her through her toy because <laughs> yeah. it's molded like from my you know vagina. yeah yeah oh, oh wow okay okay oh, from your actual vagina. Yeah. <laughs> actual vagina yeah that's amazing did, i'm sorry how did they do that yeah Mold, I, I have to go in and get like molded and everything yeah oh what my was God. that like it was fun it was cold it's very cold wet because he makes how molds did you have of, like, to sit there it was not too bad, actually. I think it was like an hour for the whole process. I did my butthole, my vagina, and my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was not bad. The mouth one where you're like, did they just go in, like, I don't know. How long did you have to hold that? I, they put a tube in your mouth. Oh, okay, to, like, okay. Yeah. It okay. Was, it was a fun experience. <laughs> but carry on. Wait, they put a tube in your mouth? Or yeah, there's like a little straw thing, and then they put this plaster around. Oh, so you could breathe. Mm. Yeah, oh, otherwise yeah. I won't. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> so... Actually, um, so dude, first of all, that's awesome that, you know, like I said, it takes a very secure man, dude. Tell like, him the story, though. Tell him the story. Which, which story? I love they this. They asked you what, if you had fucked it. Oh, yeah. They, well, they were asking me. <laughs> Today. They were asking me earlier if, I, if I'd ever fucked it, and I was like, no, I, I haven't. I haven't tried it. Oh, you haven't tried it. Okay. Not yet. I mean, like, what I said is, like, I might as well, and on that page, that's a real case study or, like, a, a real review. review. It was like, hey. <laughs> You know, this is her boyfriend, and I can honestly say they, they feel exactly the same. We you have know? threesomes with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, we get bored. I'm like, here, baby. <laughs> Switch it up. Side-by-side side comparison, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
double stack. You might get jealous, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's cool, man. I mean, I, I, we always try to be sex positive on this show, man. And, you, you know, I think sex is a beautiful thing, man. I think Absolutely. When you're safe and considerate, you know, it's, it's so, that so, simple. So let me ask you, Teach. Did you have any favorite porn stars when you were growing up, man? No. Dude, I, I wasn't exposed you had to, to like, porn. You had to look I at that. I had no access. You had to go through the the the, the film, the the projector. I had <laughs> fucking J.C. Penney's bra section. Oh yeah, you you you, you found and porn in the woods though. You found porn. No, in the that's where I hid it. Dude. Oh. That's where I hid the, <laughs> this one page that um, I don't know who the hell got it out of a out of a Playboy uh, down at the the local Tom Thumb food store. Um, someone stuffed it down their pants and sneaked it out or whatever, and we each got a page. And, uh, <laughs> did you pass around Victoria's Secret? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah? Victoria's okay, me too, Secret. man. They, I, I, you know, that's a weird, because, you know, after kids that grow up in the ni- late 90s, I mean, nobody's doing that anymore. There's fucking internet, right? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, for me personally, uh, dude, I, see, as a kid, I always watched, like, Asian porn that wasn't, like, imported Asian. It's, like, Asian-American mm-hmm. porn, right? You know, if I say Asian porn, people think of that, like, Weird Japanese porn that they it's blur out. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is up with that? Why yeah. is that on Pornhub? <clears throat> it's actually, no, it's not, it's not just, uh, it's because in Japan, porn showing penetration, I think, is actually illegal, right? So they blur out everything but the penetration, you know? That. We'll figure out a way around this. One, actually, one year, I went to Japan with my family, and then I was pressing ra- random fucking buttons on the hotel remote, and the porn came up, uh, and my mom started fucking screaming, you know what I mean? <laughs> So this is like, yeah, exactly. So early on, I found I was like, oh, okay, in Japan, it's blurred out, you know, yeah, from yeah. very early on. But um, no, I'm trying to think. Who's my? I had a few porn stars that I absolutely love, man. When I was growing up, they're very in the formative years. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, do you know Avina Lee is? Mm-mm, no. I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. Nobody knows who these people are because it's like early '90s when it was like, it was still like 640 by 480 the the, the, the computer screen. You know. Yeah. What about you? Who did you Who did you like when you were? Growing up, daughter. I, f- I mean, when I was younger, I feel like it was like Brianna Banks. Okay. The blonde. Um, Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She was like, like the big porn star that was kind of like famous. I feel like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually uh, know who that is. Yeah. Okay. After okay. that, I there never knew go. names. I, I <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like Asian, <laughs> big boobs. Honestly, <laughs> 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 no. what I was gonna say is like, why is it that? Um, like even like Pornhub does not s- filter very well <clears throat> still like mm. it's literally yeah Asian or big boobs and like you type in Asian and you get all the Japanese stuff yeah so yeah yeah figure that out that you can literally filter it better to mm, what yeah it, exactly it's kind of weird because well it depends on who's looking because I think like some um, some guys like the whole fetishization of like uh, you know, the Asian, like Japanese culture, really, the, the porn is like very, to me, it's very strange. You know what I mean? It's yeah. always like, they're like victims, <laughs> you know what I mean? So the girls are always making like very strange noises, you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. it would be nice if you could filter it out, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can usually look like at the production quality, right? What about you, Sophie? Did you have any porn stars growing up that you were like, wow? Because I have a lot of girls friends that watch a lot of porn and, you know, they tell me certain names that, I don't know, I, I never paid attention to any of the guys, right? So My mind just went blank. Okay, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> no, I really did. Well, no, sorry, I have a favorite, and I know I seriously can't <coughs> think of her name. 
Okay. Well, I mean, you can be your own favorite, <laughs> basically, right? So. No, but I used to wait. Actually, my first few years, it will come back to me now. But I hate that when someone asks you something and you're thinking you about it, blank. and then you go blank. Yeah. But I actually used to wait like my whole lunch break to get her autograph. Oh at wow. AVN. Yeah. Wow. And so it ended up just being like, here you go, Sophie. AVN <laughs> for the people who don't know, what's AVN? It's um of the award like. It's the, our huge convention, so every January. Yeah, they have like a the Oscars for porn, yeah. basically, right? Yeah, but we okay. have like a three-day like work convention where we sign autographs, take ah. photos with the fans. I've definitely been in the same hotel Jessie as a... Jane. Jesse Jane. Jesse Jane. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. Do you know who that is? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Super yeah, cute you know, some people follow porn like they follow fucking sports, man. You know, I mean, there's like they have the trading cards, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, they have like the the poster on the wall, man. You know, the vagina mold, <laughs> right? Yep. So, it just depends what you're into, man. Every, you know, everybody's got their thing. Maybe right? even more now with the, with the COVID. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like porn. I remember when they gave like free um, uh, Pornhub Premium for like a month. Yeah, they did. They gave, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, dude. But then when they took it away, I was like, no. <laughs> I was so she's used Jessie. to Wow, she's beautiful. Okay, oh, we're looking wow. at a blonde with big boobs. And, um, How old is she? I don't know. Jessie, if you're listening. My age, I think. Shout out to Jessie Jane. I think that's what her name Give is. Give us right? a call. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Actually, podcasts amongst uh, porn stars are becoming more and more popular, actually. There's this. Uh, porn star named Eva Lovia, yeah, right? She's on Eva Lovia. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she's on Shoutout Express, basically. Cool. Yeah. yeah no, I'm just saying she has a podcast and she talks to like guests of Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Oh, like, really? yeah. So yeah, it's she's just a like, good and she's like a good cook too. I think so she does like a cooking show too. You know what I mean? So going back to what I'm saying, it's so cool that it's like you could be famous for in one area, like you know, teach. You're famous for doing street art, right? But now you're getting no more as a podcaster too, right? Even though yeah. it's about street art, right? So. It's all Absolutely. these different platforms, right, you know? Let me ask you something. When you were growing up in, in Wales, mm -hmm. before you left, did you ever notice any graffiti, like any throwaways, bubble letters, tags Banksy's or anything from England, like that? Man. Not really, but did you know Banksy, um, Banksy, sorry, did actually one in Wales? Yeah. Did mm. you see that? It was pretty cool. What was it? It was, it was on like a farm shed. I oh. don't know, and he just went there and did his thing. Nice. So the actual owner had to like, get police to surveillance oh LA. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whenever cool. Okay, here no, this yeah, this is the one actually. Thanks you. Uh this is the one that he did. Oh yeah. In Wales. Yeah, yeah, it was this in Wales. It's oh. like This is pretty recent actually, right? No. Yeah, it was recent. Uh, it's like a year ago maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. With that's, COVID that seems pretty recent cuz not much has happened. Yeah, since yeah. Then, right? <laughs> I know, man. Oh. It, so what we're looking at is the the one with the dumpster fire. It's on a corner and the other side of the corner there's a boy in like winter uh, clothing and he's kind of like sticking his tongue the out ashes, uh, like snowflakes snow. <laughs> yeah so it's just like it's a typical tongue-in-cheek like kind of like banksy piece man and uh cool. you know for us man we have a lot of listeners in the uk actually it's, oh, it's cool. very <laughs> i mean it's all english i guess you know so shout out to all our listeners in the uk man oh there it is there it is we have it up on the screen hell yeah hell yeah there you go okay and uh no so we uh so besides banksy i mean i know you're an art lover right yeah, but I never really notice any. They'll be in serious trouble. Like seriously, like our village is a mile long. You do one bad thing, <laughs> well, you're in yeah, trouble. Right. Everyone knows who the victim so, but is. But here's the thing: the is, so. everybody must know who you are. Then in yeah. your one square village, basically, yeah, right? So pretty much. okay, how was it when you guys went back? You're like town celebrity. We didn't really go out anywhere. So okay. Yeah, it was it was pretty much quarantine. We were supposed so. to be on quarantine. 
quarantine, actually. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, good grief. Man, to go over there and just during that, ah, oh, that would have been nice to at least been over there when it wasn't COVID, I guess. Well, we yeah. had fish and chips two times. <laughs> she raves about the Chinese food out there. We have the best Chinese food in Wales. Oh, my mm. gosh. It's like, How did that happen? <laughs> I, have, I think it's because, I don't know, it's like more Cantonese, and I swear to you, it's the best Chinese. Here's the thing, like, you know, um, in UK is like one of the, you know, places that's always had a lot of like, you know, London's like such an international town, mm-hmm. man. There's been like a Chinese population there forever. And the Cantonese are the Chinese people of the South, and they were always the one that would leave the country. You know, the people from the North, like where I'm from, like it's too cold. They don't have access to boats. They couldn't go anywhere, you know. But people in the South, they would just kind of go all the way around the world. Ah. So there's a lot of different enclaves. Like San Francisco is a big Cantonese enclave. Um, London's a big, so that's why there's like good Chinese because pe- communities have actually been there for like sometimes hundreds of years, actually, you know. So. Um, I w- I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised. People always say UK has bad food, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that at all. Yeah, San Francisco always has amazing Chinese restaurants. Yeah, yeah. But here's yeah. the thing. LA, okay, I think, in my opinion, just has, like, uh, way more number of, like, a- they call it, you know, the most Asian-American enclaves in one Dude, area. Dude, you took me to the most amazing place. What was that, in City of Industry? Or where the hell yeah, was Yeah, I'll just that? take you to, like, a random fucking hole in the wall and <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> But way out there, you'd think something that was that good would be, like, I don't know, Beverly Hills or, or no, Hollywood man. or something. No, man, you, you know that. You know, it's like if you go to Beverly Hills, man, all you're doing is just paying premium, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. for a nice environment, but you're not going to get the best food. Well, I, I know Hollywood, maybe. Hollywood, you're going to get good Thai food. You, you know, for some reason, there's a lot of Thais out there, so, like, uh, the Thai food is just, like, super... Primo, man. We so. have good Mexican food though in LA. We haven't even found yeah. a good Mexican <laughs> restaurant yet here in Vegas, but we're on a mission. So you have a, a lot of houses. You have one, you know, a few in LA and out here in Vegas, man. Like, how did you get started in the whole real estate thing? Like, we just always loved I, houses. Or I just started from the bottom. Like, you know, I couldn't afford a, an actual house, so I bought a shitty little condo that came with like roaches, and that was my first start off place. Ah, okay. And then just got smarter, saved more money, and then eventually kept that one and then got another one and another one and another yeah, one. Yeah, look so at that, man. Entrepreneur right here. That's what I always say, Very man. smart, man. Resourceful, man. <laughs> and she, She's had it ingrained in her head, though, that the more real estate you own, the, the more um, safe you are, the more like you're You know what? Up. Absolutely. It, mainly because um, real estate is one of those investments that will not disappear into thin air. You know? But the building will still be there. How many point. stocks and bonds out there and everything that are possible to invest in, and then all of a sudden you check in one day and you're like, where'd it go? What are yeah. you talking about? I'm learning the, to dif- like do different stuff. Diversify. Yeah, yeah. diversify. yeah, and that's one thing. So that is one of the ways that we work well together is I understand the finances <laughs> a little bit better. And I'm like, collect houses. <laughs> what well, we, well, we realize is like, she just wants to have houses and then she didn't have any sort of retirement savings. Mm. No, no sort of um, um, IRA or anything like that. Uh-huh. And so we, we brought on a, a financial manager. And ultimately, when it comes down to it, it's, it's diversifying. Yeah. But it, the, the stock market has shown in the long run that it can act, it actually outperforms the housing market. And so what, what we're trying to do is like balance it out. So nice, we're nice. trying to sell property in, in L.A. and invest. This is what I'm talking about, man. Many people think like, especially the adult entertainment industry, oh, no, somebody like, fell into that industry and you know you know what i mean got swallowed up and i'm like it's not always like that man like it's actually like very empowering if you if you know Tyler, what you're tell doing me something when you were uh growing up in la um kind of the same question i asked uh sophie did you 
notice any kind of graffiti or anything like that? Or what, what was your, your uh, I guess, your take or your philosophy? Like if you saw like some bubble letters or throwies? Yeah, or I just always assume it's just gangs. Mm. Gangs, okay. That was always my thought. Yeah, I mean, most of it, a lot of it is right? in, LA. <laughs> in L.A., yeah. 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 <clears throat> but, I mean, did, when were you aware of, like, street art? Was it from me, like, when you saw, like, kind of me uh, oh, start L.A. Street Art Gallery? Yeah. Um, actually, I do know. It, watching the trains, whenever we go from, like, on, on the trains, mm. I do notice they do graffiti a lot of the trains. Mm. And sometimes it is really cool, like, Absolutely. stuff. And it's not just gang. Do you feel like <laughs> there's a difference between, there, like, you know? Banksy and the, those kind of graffiti art, like, um, you know? When when you see it, like when you see a bank, you seat. group him in as the same type of pe of person. I don't really know. I, I I feel like that I could see some street art, and some of it to me seems like it's just a more creativity, higher quality. But mm. you know, we're not experts on the. No, well, that, we want to know because it's yeah. like sometimes we get like so like, hey, we're in the scene, and then we kind of just like we start creating our own like rules or things that we notice, and we always want to ask people like, hey, you're not really familiar with this scene, like. Does it look like crap to you? <laughs> you, I went to, you know, um, Puerto Rico and <laughs> okay. some of their like all the corners are like painted and mm. it's really really okay. cool. Okay, not not really with the uh, more like murals type of stuff. Yeah, though, right? I like that stuff. That's okay. really cool. What about yeah, then? There's like, um, you know, this weird thing is like, okay, there's the graffiti writers, okay, gangs like you're talking about. They usually do like tags, mm -hmm. um, but then sometimes they have guys in their gangs that are very good, and they do like pieces. You know, like bubble letters or block letters or something like that. And they got amazing colors in them, stuff like that. And then you got, you know, the guys that are doing stuff that they call street art, which technically is actually graffiti because graffiti is conveying a message. Okay. Oh. Mm. Um, the stuff that you see where you're doing like these fancy um, big block letters and sometimes they're really, you can't even tell what the letters are or whatever. Mm. That's actually street art. Okay, technically, yeah. because if it's abstract, you can't read it. Then you it's can't kind read of like it. That's not graffiti. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, a lot of people think you know graffiti is you know whatever they see is something that's done without permission. You know, that's not. Exactly what about stencils? Do you guys know um, that some people, some of these artists? Well, you use know what? Banksy actually started off doing graffiti, bubble letters and okay. stuff like yeah. that. Oh. And, and then he realized uh, he was stuck under a train, <laughs> waiting for some police to pass by and he saw some stenciled letters on the train and he was like oh stencil It'd be a lot quicker mm. so then he started doing stencils and then a combination of stencils with some freehand work That's so cool. yeah so teach invented if you take a look at those uh stencils of us basically those are actually like real stencils teach invented this technique that they put the paper on top of a screen and glue it on so then you can actually reuse that stencil too. So all you gotta do is just spray one layer of paint and it comes out like that too, you know what I mean? So it's just a, uh, like I said, I would always ask people who are outside, because I know you guys are art collectors, right? For for your house, right? What kind of art do you usually gravitate towards? I always like Peter Lick, so it's different. Peter Lick, do you know Peter Lick? No. Was, can we pull him up real quick? He's a photographer. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he's the guy, he's in like malls and the hotels where it's like a dark showroom and they have all these lights. Nice, yeah. Lights. Actually, um, the artist that you guys met just met outside, Spencer Couture, yeah. he has his art in like uh, Aria and all these different hotels too. Oh, right. So yeah, super cool, man. I mean, um, yeah, but you know, I was just wondering because I like to buy art too. 
And I always think like, what makes you kind of gravitate towards a piece? I'm always just curious about that because most people only buy like two pieces of art, one above their bed and one above their couch, right? We've been buying right? from this yeah. artist out here that we love. Oh, very cool. Nice. By Shawn Michaels. How big is that? It's huge. I, I can't really pronounce his Leonardo Givinci like that. It's small, oh, okay. but his art is really cool. Nice, nice. Nice. We'll, we'll send it out and then we'll, we'll post it up. Um, yeah, yeah. amazing. Dude, it's cool. Yesterday we were talking to Tone Castle, and actually I know, uh, I know that Sophie's a big art collector because she's like, yeah, he actually hit me up. And he was all giddy because she's like, wow, oh my god, uh, somebody with ten million followers followed me. You know, what I mean, and I, I would like, be too. Not only ten million followers, <laughs> but did Sophie D. You yeah, know exactly. Like, I was like, let me tell you about Shout Out Express, okay? <laughs> 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 so shit, man. That's super cool, man. So yeah, we were actually just talking about outside that since she's been posting the the, the pieces that she bought off this guy Sean, that all of a sudden one of the raiders uh, hit him up and bought one of the uh, a piece as well, and then a couple of the other models are also buying. Didn't you guys sell a house recently to one of the raiders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's super cool, man. Tyler also a raider fan, man. How do you feel about uh, raiders? You know, you moving to Vegas and then them also moving to Vegas, man. They followed him here. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, truth be told, I, I I technically followed them here. It was one of the reasons that I wanted to move to Vegas. Okay. Because I grew up a Raiders fan in L.A. I used to go to the games when I was younger, like a little kid. And so it was just like this feeling of like being close to them. And what's crazy about Vegas is it really is like a small town. And yeah. like next thing you know, we're, we're going to sushi and we're seeing like all the linemen at, at, at sushi and like we're saying hi to them. And That's then awesome. we're really selling cool. our house to a raider. And then we found out there's a raider moving in our neighborhood. And <laughs> it's like they're all around. Yeah. Uh, nice. And we live right next to the practice facility. So it's just a cool You wish feeling. for it though. You were like, oh, I wish it, you know, I'm just going to be hanging out with them. Barbecue on A beautiful football stadium here and, and finished it right when the damn COVID. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Those guys are so lucky. I mean, once that shit opens up, man, I always say Sunday nights on um, uh, Southwest are going to be real crazy. It's going to be all the strippers going back to LA and all the Raider fans. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm excited about that too, man. I mean, like, uh, like I don't know. The Raiders are one of those teams you follow. It's more like a lifestyle team. You know what I mean? It's not so much like, I mean, they haven't been fucking winning since like 2002 when they yeah. lost that shit because of the tuck rule, right? So, I'm kind of torn though when some of them are getting in or sliding in her DMs. And it's like, what do I do? Like, do I, you know, am I, should I be okay with it? You know? Or... <laughs> I tell her, though, like, yeah, just talk to them, you know? Yeah, yeah befriend yeah, them. Be them. them. It's flattering. There's a word boyfriend in there, though. <laughs> right. It's flattering, though, to some degree, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's an appreciation factor. What do you think? Do you, do you watch football at all? No. only I wear the Raiders jerseys and hat, though. Yeah, yeah. Are there any sports that you uh, that you like? No. Rugby? No. No. Cricket? <laughs> just thinking of some no. British sports. Maybe. So I don't you never played any sports when you were growing up? Like regular football, but just for a little. And that was just to hang out and see all the boys. We're talking about soccer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Which is regular football to the to the UK people. Because you, you I was I mean? like, damn, you are tough as hell. Going <laughs> just... <laughs> In Wales, fuck it, man. <laughs> Tough as hell. So, I mean, you know, one of the uh, things I love about coming out to L.A., man, I mean, Las Vegas, man, is eating out here with you guys, man. So, you know, what are some of your guys' favorite places to eat, man? Sushi Hero. Sushi Hero. Shout out to Because, you know, uh, I want to give a, our producer today, he, he has a really awesome show that they talk about different places to eat uh, in Las Vegas and different places to drink, right? So, um, versus Vegas, right? 
go ahead and check it out at versus dot vegas and uh there's i'm gonna be promoting it too man so uh sushi hero all right hell yeah man that's golden steer golden steer Amazing. <laughs> now another thing so do you guys gamble whenever you guys are you, you know what i mean you guys are in vegas right buffalo. so what kind of gamble are you gambling here? buffalo she loves playing slots man i love playing buffalo machine <laughs> and she wins oh i've what? seen her i've seen her win man what slot machine she's lost yep Oh, and you have Buffalo he? at South Point. <laughs> <laughs> at South, South Point. Point. <laughs> Do you gamble at all, okay, Teach? Okay, that, that kind of blows my mind a little bit, the whole South Point um, resort, I guess. Yeah. Because it seems like it's almost separate from, from Las Vegas. It's, it's Is it more of a local place? Yeah, it's local. It's weird. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I wouldn't say it's more local. It's actually people that can't afford to go on the Strip either. So oh. it, it attracts a different crowd. With a mix of locals. Mm. But I think it's locals that don't want to be bothered with the strip. They just want to go and gamble and like mm. eat a Not nice have to dinner. do with the parking or all the people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is true because it is it is totally separate. I just, whenever I drive by there, I'm going, man, why do they want to have this all the way over here? You know, but, you know, just like you said, man, it uh, makes perfect sense. It's packed on weekends. Yeah. I mean, South Point? Yeah. South Point is well, packed. good. Good then. That's yeah. cool. I mean, if you're living in Vegas, I mean, you kind of want to enjoy Vegas without paying those premium prices on the strip, right? I mean, if you get yeah. a drink and fucking on the strip, it's going to be like $15 plus tip or some but shit how, like that, yeah, right? Even how the table you... games, you know, you go to like the strip and it's like 30 bucks a hand on yeah. like... You can probably do a, a three-card poker. Yeah, yeah and then here bucks. it's like five bucks. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. great, cool. <laughs> 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 Spend all night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But how do you win on the slot machine? There's not... I mean... Is there a strategy to it? No, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm just, as soon as the buffalo start charging, I'm like, oh, something's happening. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cool. Do you gamble at all, Teach? No. Ever? No, no, I gamble enough with life, dude. I got twin 10-year-olds. <laughs> it's, it's enough. I though, uh, there was a short time where um, the roulette wheel Oh, was, that's uh, what was your strategy? Is it like, oh, it's been on red for five, so you got to put it on black? Like, that was my strategy before. If you see, like, three in a row on one color, and then you just got to go on the other color, and then if you lose, you got to double down. No, I, no, no. I just went by feel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like I that. I just went by feel. You know, like, someone put some chips down or whatever, you're like, and my, I look at them a little bit, you know, and it's like, do they know what the fuck they're doing, you know? You're like, I'm not like number three, number seven. I remember I saw this guy, and he had a book. Okay, and he was making these markings in the book, and he was sitting there just watching. Okay, and then all of a sudden he took his chips and he's like, "Doom, doom, doom." I mean, stacks of probably like two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Um, on like four or five spots, and he nailed one. Jeez. And then he would wait again, and then he would put those five out again, and then he'd come close or nail it again. Jeez. So you and can't be afraid, the third man. Time, after the third time, he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, move on. Uh, you're probably not going to like me too much if I keep doing this. <laughs> and I was just like, man, what the fuck was that book? What was in that book? Because I remember he was just sitting there, like, looking at his book and making markings. And then just, mm. all of a sudden, he's like, okay, now's the time. He put his chips down, man. And yeah, just I, hit. I love roulette. Yeah. I, I do the same five numbers. All the time. Oh, really? Ooh, yeah. Okay. What numbers? She can't share them. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. One of them is 
five, and one of them is 17. And okay. The other okay, one. there you go. But five I and 17. only play the same five numbers. Oh, okay. That's a strategy. Yeah. Like I said, Do my strategy. Do you play the lottery, though? No. Okay. Oh. We should. More. Scratch tickets? You got the five numbers. It's like, isn't it? Yeah, I know I should. Yeah. Scratch tickets? No. I love those. Yeah. yeah? Okay. <laughs> How much was the biggest scratch ticket you ever paid? I never, I never win. Oh, okay. But I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, one time I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a fucking $25 scratch ticket. I didn't Whoa. win. I didn't win, but. <laughs> yeah, I never win. I those two in Miami. Yeah. Same thing. I remember you know, She's you know, a gambler. I'm not. She, she just, she loves it and she wins, so. Nice. Except did you ever gamble with anything? Any kind of gambling did you ever do? Well, yeah, I, I still gamble sometimes, but. So you sports I, gamble a little bit, right? Yeah. I, I like There's like a little gambling. bit of like. Not just not randomness in there, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's completely different than doing slots and and like you know casino. There's like betting and then there's casino stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. Exactly. So you enjoy betting then? Yeah, I prefer betting, and it obviously makes the the games a lot more exciting. He gets but so never... stressed out though. I get super. Stressed well, of course. <laughs> you got money on the game. What? I get so stressed out. <laughs> It would suck if he got stressed out and didn't have money on the I know, game. but I'm like, babe, it's supposed to be fun. Like, fun gambling, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, man. Hey, it's been an hour, guys. I mean, it was a fucking blast to hang out with you guys, man. And we want to basically help promote Shadow Express, man. Because, you know, if you want to fucking get followers, man, sign up for Shadow Express. Tell them how you can find Shadow Express. Uh, you can check out our Instagram, shout.express. Okay. I think that's probably the best place to go, or just the website, shout.express.com. Okay, shout.express on Instagram, and then just uh, go check out the info. Follow Sophie D, because if she shouts you out. Yeah, because she needs more followers. <laughs> I do, I do, yeah. <laughs> you can never have enough, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a currency that you can use over just and like over houses. again. houses. Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> <Just keep laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Love that. Hell yeah, man. Well, dude, thank you guys so much, man. How was the first podcast? It was a pretty yeah, show, right? That was a pretty show, right? Hell yeah, you guys did awesome, man. So follow Tyler Thompson, uh, T Tom1010, and follow Sophie D. And uh, thank you guys for listening and hanging out with us today. Follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, to the audience, love you guys. Take care and peace. Bye.